morning I was asking the Lord do you want me to share something for communion or just return to my message on patience I didn't say anything initially and all of a sudden this came to me and I saw that the Holy Spirit is desperately attuned to this thing at this season or juncture of our journey your heart God is at war with religion. God never wants you to come to church and it will be a routine. I said it last Sunday that you must fight that your heart will touch his. He said when your heart touches his, breakthroughs happen. Miracles happen. Hallelujah. That's what Jesus paid for. To remove the veil between God and me. So that my heart can touch his, and his heart can touch mine. Any other thing is totally unacceptable. Then it's a waste of time coming to church. And so, he quickened these few scriptures to me. But the text is interesting because I don't usually ask a question. But he said, have you accepted the invitation? Or did you just RSVP? Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 10. Have you accepted the invitation? Or did you just RSVP? You are planning to come. But you haven't come yet. There are excuses in the way. You must understand that the parables you read is Jesus explaining to you the nature and functionality of his kingdom. And he says that this kingdom is like a man that made a great feast. And people were invited. And they all, one by one, started making excuses. Why they couldn't come. That's why the question is there, did you just RSVP? But you have justifications why your heart is where it is. Oh, I'm going through something right now. Oh, you know, my wife and I are not getting along now. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm on, I'm, the enemy's attacking me. Or, you know, I'm just offended over this. Or that and the other. And your heart is drying up when your heart should be living. Amen. Hallelujah. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen. But joy is not happiness. Joy is the Holy Spirit welling up in me. I'm shouting, but I have no reason just because he's in me. Hallelujah. (laughs) Glory to God. When I see the power of faith work, I get excited because there's a hand beyond my hand. You hear what I'm telling you? There's a voice behind my voice. There's a power. Hallelujah. These Amobera saw me last night. They gave me a completely dry room. No anointing. 
empty. But I got up there. And the glory still changed it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He turned it around. But I went there by faith. Went there by faith. And I just listened to him. That's why you need your heart to be in tune with him. He says, you don't need to think ahead of time what you're going to say. It will be given to you. Hallelujah. If we understand the power of the kingdom we receive, you will not even be afraid of any job interview. He will tell you what to say. You will pass every exam. Even when you're trying to give the wrong answer, he will check you. That's not it. And in this house, the first unction is always right. What more do you need? Hebrews 10, 19. Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which he had consecrated for us through the veil. That is to say, his flesh. And having an high priest over the house of God. He said, let us do near. You notice? That's an invitation. He said, let us. In other words, you will, should never worship from afar. <clears throat> Should never be distant in the presence of God. And when you find yourself distant, you need to stop and say, Lord, I don't want this. Whatever that's blocking me, move it. Whatever I'm desiring, take it from me. Let the fire of the Holy Ghost burn this thing off of me. I don't want anything blocking my heart from you. He gives us three major reasons why you should not be distant. There's no justification. There's nothing you're going through that you should meditate on. You will see in the word of God, you were never told to meditate on what you're going through. That is for sinners who are trying to figure out their life by their mind. No, I was told to meditate on the word of God. Watch this. Day and night. I should be dreaming it. I should lay down on the bed and the word of God will carry me off. And I started imagining my breakthrough. I started imagining the power of God catching up with me. I started imagining what my life will be like when this word manifests. I start seeing myself healed, blessed, prosperous, victorious. Hey, I ought to dream with God. I don't go to work and then go through all those frustrations and then carry home with me. No, I leave it back there and come home to fellowship with my God and then he will show me how to solve the problem on the job. I'm not a carrier of troubles. I leave them where they belong. He said, let us draw near. Watch this. With a true heart. 
In other words, you don't draw near by proximity. You draw near by heart. And he says your heart must be true. Otherwise, God will not respond. He said, draw near with a true heart. Why? He gives you three reasons. We lack revelation. That's why we don't appreciate what Jesus has done. If you get a glimpse of the holiness of God, you will fall down and worship because his blood can enter that throne room. And a sinful man can stand before a holy God. And the wrath of God doesn't consume you because the blood is shielding you. Okay, maybe you didn't get the text. He says, we enter the holiest, not the holy. The holiest. We can go as far as there is any path in God to go in. By the blood of Jesus. We don't understand the power of it. And he says, we have a high priest. Pay attention to things I'm telling you. He says, we have a high priest. In other words, there is someone representing me. In the presence of God. The high priest interceding for me. The high priest advocating for me. When the judgment of God rises, the high priest says, okay, Father, now I've been there. If you look at it from where you're seated, you will kill all of them. But I've been there. I know what temptation feels like. I know what the pressure of sin. I've experienced demons messing with me. I know what they're going through. So just, just let, 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 me, let, let, let me just work with them a little more. You see now, he told you, all the parables we're reading, they're telling you the same thing. He said, the kingdom is like this. A man planted a tree. And then it wasn't producing. He said, I'm going to cut it down. And the worker said, no, 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 don't cut it down. Let me dig on it one more year. The intercessor is telling God, don't kill them yet. Just, just give me. I'm giving you reasons to enjoy and celebrate Jesus. Hallelujah. Don't take him out yet. Don't kill them yet. Hey, this is not the old covenant. My blood is in the way. I know how you feel, daddy, but I paid for them. That's why it's such an insult. After all the grace has been poured on you, you start acting as if you got away with your rebellion. Meaning, okay, see, I wasn't wrong after all. You don't know that the intercessor bailed you out. That's why he said to me years ago, don't assume that because I don't say anything or because I haven't judged, doesn't mean that I agree. It's my grace that is sufficient. Hallelujah. Uh, glory to God. I'm giving you a reason for your heart. Wherever it has drifted, to come right back immediately. Mm -hmm. Now, I told you one Sunday, 
that I said, see these young ladies on stage? I said, God just said, I will use them to turn this music ministry around. Do you remember that? And I started to go up to pray for them. And before I looked up, God got there first. (laughs) And all of them had fallen under the power of God. I want you to understand something. I was telling Jessica at home. I said, now, Jessica, when, when you start screaming, back off the mic a little bit. Now, that's technical. But the part, the good part, I kept for now. She don't know she's been conducting a rescue mission every Sunday. Every time I would see Jessica shouting or see Tetriana shouting or any of the singers shouting. I said, okay, Lord, is my heart still there? You see, when you see somebody going in, you should say, wait a minute. Am I there? Do I feel the same way? Nobody should outshout my God for me. No, when you start shouting, I say, wait a minute. I have a mouth. I have a voice. Hey, I, I'm not going to let any rock outpraise me. told you last Sunday, I didn't want to come. I was just going through so much. And, I, and I'm sitting there, and I'm watching my daughter going in. I said, Lord, I taught her that. She can't outpace me. I don't care what I'm going through. I better get my shout together. Every Sunday, God is setting up an example for you. To get your shout going. Every devil ought to know you're not praising anybody else. Hey! Hey! Who is a God like a God? Who is the king? I can't lose this heart. I can't lose my shout. I don't care. Hallelujah! 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. 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 Hallelujah. This is not a place for you to find your wife or husband. It's not a place to make business connections. This is a place for true worshipers who worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship Him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. If you lost your shout, get it back this morning. If you have been distracted, get it back this morning. If you are confused, get it back this morning. If you are down, get up and shout. If you are afraid, get up and shout. Whatever is going on, shout unto the Lord. just said to me, I told you I consecrated for you a new and living way. It's a new way. It's not your dead religion. It's living. So when you haven't found it, you can't accept any no for an answer. Even if you have to pray all night. Even if you have to shout until you get it. It's a new way. It's a living way. It's miraculous. It's abounding. It's joy. Hey, it's breakthrough. He said it was consecrated for us through the veil. He said he gave his flesh for it. And that veil split open. Keep shouting. Keep singing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Resurrection is in a shout. Resurrection is in a shout. Resurrection is in a shout. Hallelujah.
There is no place for the chosen frozen. People with a reserve. People that are dignified, but dead. No breakthrough. No miracle. No! We are living stones. We are living stones. We are alive. We are the shout. I'm so excited at the glory of resurrection being brought to you on this broadcast. God is doing something unique and amazing in this place. Our services, they are not the type where you have God on a time schedule, where you plan to be at some place and then you come to church to rush. No, no, no. You have to give him time. And the glory flows effortlessly to bless, to bless, and to bless. It's like rain soaking things to dislodge satanic strongholds and to break yokes and to remove curses, to lift burdens, to bring forth healing. That is what I'm celebrating, that these programmings are testifying to the glory, the resurrection, that you will be a partaker, even in your own homes, in your own lives, and in your own ministries. Excuse me, many times, pride will not allow leaders to partake of another man's grace, except it's some name that you deem to be something. And you miss everything God has for you. I keep addressing all of you that are watching. You don't have to size me up in the flesh. Let the glory testify. Let the witness of the Holy Spirit in you prove it to you. 
that the spirit of your father is the same. Have you accepted the invitation? Or did you just RSVP? That's the word. What excuses are you making from making the sacrifices that you need to make to go to higher ground? God made you great and fantastic promises. You haven't been able to get into it. Why? You won't run the race set before you. You won't pass the test of the now. You're waiting on some great grandeur to take place. I've seen this thing destroy people and their destiny through the years. Yes, you heard from God. And you believe that because you heard from God, that exempts you from submitting to the authority God placed over you. That exempts you from serving God where you are. That exempts you for doing, from doing the things that are maybe menial or mundane, you think. Those are your qualifiers. Those are the triggers of destiny. Once you pass them, whoo, God begins to show up and show out in your life. What would you do, beloved? This year cannot end and you stay the same. This programming is designed to move you into higher ground. I'm celebrating now that these broadcasts will produce great fruit. I, I, I just sense that many of you, God has been talking to you to support me and to support this broadcast. You cannot wait any longer. Don't you know that your obedience to God will release your breakthrough? I remember when a friend of mine was looking for money to buy his building. And then they came to the deadline, and he didn't have the money. And God spoke to him. He said, find another ministry trying to buy a building. Give them the money you have received. His leaders almost choked him to death. <laughs> he ignored them and obeyed God. I was there New Year's Eve when a guy he met in New York and just had a casual conversation. Send him $100,000. And that was the money he needed. He came by express mail. I thought he was going to tear up the whole earth that day. Not just. <laughs> we all shouted and rejoiced. Ooh, what will happen to you if you can start hearing from God? Because your big head is now out of the way. And you have tasted the glory of resurrection power. That's my blessing. That's what God sent us to bring into your life. And I'm so excited that the staff I have now is bringing it to you. You cannot remain the same. Your life will not remain the same. God bless you. <clears throat> you can call 770-994-3777. All the ways you can sow your seed into the fertile soil of this ministry. I'm sure of it because I'm sowing into the same ground and reaping an abundant harvest. Sow into it. You will see miracles take place in your life. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ as preached under this resurrection grace. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.